Hello and welcome to Brotherhood Without Manners, a Game of Thrones podcast. I'm Ryan McBride and this time uh, I have another co-host on, Hannah Morin. Hello. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Uh, and this time we're going to be having a chat about Cersei and Jamie and even Gendry, the child that may or may not be Cersei's. Uh, if you have any thoughts about this episode midway through, you can tweet us at Brotherhood Pod and um, we tell can us your opinions. Tell us your opinions, and we can try and address them for next mm-hmm. time. Anyway, this time, just to start, we can talk about Jamie, and I think we all remember how we left his story out with Cersei sitting on the Iron Throne and him giving her a very intense look, and she just blew up half the city. And Jamie got his name to the Kingslayer by stopping someone from blowing up half the city. And uh, this just happens to be his sister slash lover this time. Will you escape the clutches? Um, to be honest, I'm not really sure where Jamie's going to go from this point because on the one hand, he has said before that Cersei is the only person that he loves. Like he, he said that several times. And now the fact that all of their children are dead, he doesn't have a central focus anymore. But mm. the other hand... Uh, Cersei is the cause of Tommen's death because she took away the thing that was most important to him and so Jamie may not be on her side anymore which means that we could see a massive difference in their relationship in this season true but uh, I think we like they've started talking more openly in the last couple of episodes about how they about their love to other people even though these are other people that will never be able to speak about it again but like now they've started getting stuff out of their head and into action like whenever uh, Jamie was more or less torturing Edmure Tully he said this to him she loved her children I suppose all mothers do but Catelyn and Cersei there's a fierceness you don't often see they'd do anything to protect their babies Start a war, burn cities to ash, free their worst enemies. The things we do for love. You didn't come here to talk about our sisters. That's exactly why I came here. I love Cersei. You can laugh at that if you want. You can sneer, it doesn't matter. She needs me. And to get back to her, I have to take River Run. I'll send for your baby boy. And I'll launch him into River Run with a catapult. Because you don't matter to me, Lord Edmund. Your son doesn't matter to me. The people in the castle don't matter to me. Only Cersei. And if I have to slaughter every Tully who ever lived to get back to her, that's what I'll do. And things we do for love. That's a nice little throwback. And then, to the very first episode. Yeah, exactly, but in a very different context, I mm-hmm. suppose. And also, just as we were mentioning there, Cersei kind of reveals her true feelings to Sister Inella. Mm-hmm. When she's torturing her yeah. with the mountain. I drink because it feels good. I killed my husband because it felt good to be rid of him. I fucked my brother because it feels good to feel him inside me. I lie about fucking my brother. Because it feels good to keep our sons safe from hateful hypocrites. 
Do you think he'll change his opinion of Cersei for the better or for the worse after he figures out what happens in... Well, I think there's a very real possibility that he'll turn against her. And mm. at which point, if he does, that means that Cersei's totally alone because, as we said, she's lost all of her kids. And with this, her ascension of onto the Iron Throne, she's lost a lot of supporters because we have to remember that the sept she blew up was full of people and yeah. they all had families and people who also agreed with the religion that they followed. So I imagine none of them are going to be too happy when they realise yeah. that she's the cause yeah. of it. So okay. as we saw in the trailer for the new season if anybody's seen it um, Jamie is back in Casterly Rock and it looks like he's about to enter into some sort of a battle with, with we, whom we presume is Daenerys and her forces which includes his brother Tyrion yeah, um, so for one thing he did promise that he would kill Tyrion after he killed their father Tywin whether or not he'll follow through with that is remains to be seen given the fact that the only other person he has shown loyalty Two in the past, apart from Brienne, is Tyrion. So whether or not they'll come face to face in this season, or whether or not that will happen in the season after, mm. um, it's definitely there's definitely questions over how Jamie and Tyrion's relationship has changed. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting to see like whenever Jamie does get to this battle, is he at Castle Rock because he was exiled or because he left himself? I feel like he might turn on Cersei in disgust or, or protest because of what she's done. Yeah. Uh, and just as a way to, you know, stop himself from passing judgment on her or yeah. rather killing her like he killed the Mad King. I suppose maybe yeah. it'll be too much for him at this point. Because you have to remember it is like history repeating itself for Jamie because he killed uh, Aerys Targaryen yeah. to prevent the city from being blown up. And he got an unbelievable amount of stick for that as well. Yeah, and then his the love of his life goes ahead and does it, so he's kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, exactly. And I, I when in the trailer you know when it's shown that he's in this unfamiliar castle, which we all presume is Castle Rock, everyone's dead there. So I think he might get there too late. Yeah. Uh and and the the unsullied forces that that are like get, letting themselves into some city. Yeah. There's Lannister sigils and everything in there. Yeah, as you see, when they unsullied arrive in this unknown castle that we haven't seen before, yeah. there is um, Lannister emblems on all of the the walls. And I suppose we have heard about Castle Rock, but we've never actually seen it before. So it'll be pretty exciting. Yeah, it'll be exciting to see a whole new setting. So uh, I, I'm kind of not sure whether he will know about it and then head towards it mm-hmm. know about the, the, the invasion from Grey Worm and friends or whether he'll go there and then it'll be too late and then yeah. he has to rush across you know the, 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 the shot in the trailer of him rushing across burning fields yeah it will be him going towards Casterdark or our way back to Queen's Landing or King's Landing also King's Landing is that going to be called Queen's Landing now because there's a woman in charge well, I think if anybody's ever going to change the name of a place, it's going to be Cersei Lannister. I think, if, you know, up to this point, as she has said to her father and her brothers, she deserved to be the head of the family and she deserved to be in charge even when she was married to Robert Baratheon. So for her, this is the first time that she is the only one in charge. She's not pulling strings to her sons or she isn't trying to sway her father. It's all up to her. So I think if she wants to make a dramatic change, then... Doing something like renaming King's Landing, Queen's Landing would yeah. be a definite way to do it. I mean, this way to keep her legacy, the thing that her her father was so obsessed mm-hmm. with. The thing that she's ultimately lost. Yeah. Or has she? 
And another thing about uh, about Jamie, there was a theory about him being the prince that was promised, or Azora High, or or the last hero, or whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, I won't go into the prophecy. You can look it up yourself because it's about twelve paragraphs long, and I'm not going to bloody read it. Um, but basically, like he has to, he has to kill his wife as sacrificial thing. The the Zora the Hay. Uh, he has to kill a lion and like uh, a younger sister. I guess I think that's I think that's maybe that's Cersei's prophecy. Anyway, there's a theory about Jamie being the last hero. Yeah. Uh whereby he kills Tyrion as his lion because Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. He kills Brienne as his niece, his wife, because that's who he really loves. Um and what happens to Cersei in this? Uh, uh well, I saw this in Reddit today and a great way for her to go would be for her to be strangled by Arya and Arya mm-hmm. becomes her in the face of man training. And then Jamie has to kill her uh, when Arya has her face on. Mm-hmm. Are you getting me? Yeah. Uh, I think that would mean for Arya that her storyline comes full circle because yeah, Cersei is the one that she's wanted from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. She's the one who she despised <laughs> more than anyone else. And she didn't even know that uh, she was behind Bran. <laughs> yeah, she didn't even know. Um, that's just kind of funny. Uh, but also remember, Jamie, like you said earlier, that Jamie swore to kill Tyrion after he killed Tywin. But he might have a change of heart. Mm. Um, like might, he might be too late to change his mind, but you never know. But I think if there's anyone other than Cersei that could sway Jamie, it would be Tyrion. Because if you remember, after Joffrey was killed and a champion had to be selected. Yeah. Tyrion wanted Jamie to be his champion and of course he declined but because he had injured his hand yeah. or lost his hand rather <laughs> and that would have been kind of him showing more of an allegiance to Tyrion over Cersei mm. because in that instance it was her son, their son that had been killed and yet he chose to well he wanted to choose to represent the person that she had accused of murdering her son yeah, so. yeah. of course um, that theory about him being Azor Ahai doesn't really account for him being reborn amid salt and smoke. That was one of the, the caveats that they had to have. Um, but there, I think there, there are two shots that kind of make me think it already happened. Yeah. Like when he was in the bath of Brienne having the heart-to-heart. Mm. I think he was in a movie reborn as a new fella. And um, then as well when he was on the horse. What were you going to say? The other thing about that of him whole being reborn thing, when he lost his hand, yeah. he had to totally change the way he fought, totally change the way he defended himself. And um, That's it, he, puts, he uh, puts a lot of his identity yeah, in the way he so fights, in yeah. a way you could say that he was reborn and that he had to totally transform who he was. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Cersei, do you think she'll survive the season? Um, I'd like to say not because for one thing, whoever, (laughs) hear me out on this one, whoever usually is on the Iron Throne doesn't tend to stay there all that long. And I think if there's anyone in King's Landing who doesn't have a lot of allies or people in her corner right now, it's Cersei Lannister. Yeah. As we saw when she was crowned in that moment in the throne room, it was kind of her and the soldiers you know between her and the people and it wasn't just a show of force it was more so for her protection because you could see by the looks of the people in the crowd that they weren't impressed with the fact that she had been made queen and that she was now in control of the seven kingdoms yeah it's going to take a lot of uh, it's going to take a lot of what's the word PR maneuvering to get herself on on top 
in this situation now because there's a lot of people who are following the seven mm-hmm. the seven gods would be like oh hold on you just killed all the priests yeah I and mean, that's not on or, or and then she'll have to uh, she'll have to redirect just like well a lot of comparisons have been drawn between herself and the Roman emperor Nero in real life who burned down part of Rome and then blamed it all on the pesky startups the Christians yeah but that is an interesting point to think that she will place blame on the other religion that's popular and of course the other one that is is the people that follow the Lord of Light and I think for her to make herself a public enemy of them by blaming something on them that was in essence her own fault I think she could possibly end up putting her own head on a platter yeah yeah, she could. Because if someone like M- Melisandre ends up in King's Landing, which she very well could have, because she's been banished from the north, mm. um, she could potentially cause a bit of a stir. Yeah, of course she could. She could turn people against her. Yeah. Um, she's got maybe Cersei's only got maybe one person on her side for sure now, and that's Kyburn. And I don't know if Kyburn's that loyal. Yeah, 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 trustworthy. I mean, the only thing is, Cersei's really offering them is the freedom to. Uh, practices dark arts you know yeah I agree with that actually because Kyber you know he's been loyal if you want to call it that to Cersei for maybe the last two seasons but it seemed more of a ploy for him to gain control and gain access to everything that the maesters had before him which if you remember he was kicked out of because Mm. of the magic he wanted to practice I'm just uh, yeah and and, uh, on that I was just wondering is the reason what like what was the magic the forbidden magic that he couldn't use that was so bad that he was tor- turned away from the the maesters for because the maesters are awful people they ride around they have sex with prostitutes and have kids and all over the place yeah. like I think if he did anything, it was probably something similar to what he did to the mountain, yeah, where he brought this horrible zombie like creature <laughs> back to life yeah i yeah and we were, we were we were talking about this earlier and i think it could have been white walker magic maybe this is probably too outlandish because like that's just they no one even thought white walkers existed yeah. let alone you could harness the magic yourself but i feel like that would be a good enough it's reason it's possible because in that one scene where you see the mountains kind of like how the mountain looks now he does kind of resemble Ned Stark's brother you know half human half White Walker so potentially he is using some form of magic that is similar to the White Walkers yeah and I know we can't see the rest of his face but his eyes really stand out yeah (laughs) I I don't know it's definitely something like unearthly about him yeah and he's he's got something in his noggin as well he's not just as zombie you would mm. you would traditionally see in, in in other things like The Walking Dead like the time that Jamie was asking if there's anything in there and he just got completely embarrassed what did you do to him exactly I haven't been able to get a clear answer oh uh, a number of things does you understand what we're saying I mean to the extent that he ever understood complete sentences in the first place he understands well enough um, no, I think we should move on to another member of the the, Lannis, the Lannister Baratheons. Oh, that, this is a controversial one. Yeah, the, well, possibly Lannister, yeah. definitely Baratheon, uh, Gendry. Poor and Gendry in his boat. Where is he now? His arms are going to be fucking exploded <laughs> at this stage. Uh, 
And some people are speculating that once Sam Tarley gets making his dragon glass and Valyrian steel, that he'll need a decent smith to make them for him. But I feel like there's about a, a million smiths in, mm. in Westeros. It'd be like pretty. It'd be pretty convenient if it was him now, to be yeah. honest. But but it uh, would be an easy way to bring him back into the story. It would be an easy way to bring him back, and also uh, he knows his parentage now, and he'll be mm-hmm. he'll be trying to make his way back to the important people, I suppose. Maybe. True, um, because mm-hmm. really if you're going to talk about anyone who should be in line for the throne, it's probably Gendry because... He's the only legit son. Well, if what Cersei said to Catelyn Stark was right, he is the only legit son... Of Robert Of Baratheon. Robert Baratheon. Yeah. If, if, if that and he's he, the only Baratheon left, essentially. Yeah, yeah. He, said, she said this to Catelyn whenever Bran was paralysed. I lost my first boy. Little blackhead beauty. He was a fighter, too. Tried to beat the fever that took him. Forgive me. It's the last thing you need to hear right now. I never knew. It was years ago. Robert was crazed, beat his hands bloody on the wall. All the things men do to show you how much they care. The boy looked just like him. Such a little thing. Bird without feathers. He came to take his body away. And Robert held me. I screamed and I battled, but he held me. That little bundle. They took him away and I never saw him again. Never visited the crypt. Never. Now, if this if this son who is lost is the same person that Gendry is, which it quite possibly is, quite possibly, uh, Gendry said that to Ned Stark in season one that his mum had yellow hair here. When Lord Arryn came to visit you, what would you talk about? Just ask me questions, is all, my lord. What kind of questions? About my work. First, I was being treated well. I liked it here. Then he started asking me about my mother. Your mother? Who she was, what she looked like. What did you sell him? She died when I was little. She had yellow hair. She'd sing to me sometimes. Look at me. to work, lad. And if the day ever comes when that boy would rather wield a sword than forge one, you send him to me. See, if all, that all lines up, then it, it would just be fantastic and a lot of people yeah. are saying that is it. But it would be very interesting to see the real story of how he was taken from Cersei if it was him and yeah. why and who did it. Because there wasn't any real explanation given. If someone didn't want Robert Baratheon to have an heir, yeah. The other side of it is, too, like for the last maybe two seasons, we've seen Bran touching those trees and seeing those visions of the past. Yeah. Now he's pretty much completed the one about John. Yeah, he just has to tell him. You know? So, I mean, what is he useful for if not to see the past? So I feel like if he's going to be doing anything, maybe possibly Bran could be telling us a little bit about Gendry's history and how he came to be where he is now. Yeah. 
That's it. And, and I think uh, we were talking about Littlefinger being sneaky and has a hand in everything last time around. Uh, I wouldn't put it past the little shit. If he knew what, where, who Gendry's parents are or where he is now? How he was taken away. Right. Also where he is now. Well, I mean, Davos knows. Yeah. Because he sent him away. Um, but I, I don't... Well, the reason I'm spending so much time on Gendry is that he was one of the main characters in the first two seasons and they just sent him off. Just like that, yeah. Like, like he's the reason, arguably, that uh, convinced Ned Stark that John Aaron's murder was a conspiracy or, or an actual murder. Mm. Um, he is an important character and I feel like out of all of the many, many characters that have been gone in Game of Thrones, his is the only one that has never had a finite kind of ending you know yeah. what I mean he hasn't died or been changed into a white walker that we know of Yeah. so I feel like they need to bring him back in probably in this season yeah him and Hot Pie <laughs> <laughs> Although he had a, he had a ha- he's the only one that had a happy ending he's just making little wolves in the, the inn somewhere waiting for Arya to taste his wolf yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry um, and then also actually Gendry uh, Arya is he's one of the only non-Stark ties that will bind Arya back to Westeros yeah, he's... And if Gendry showed up alive and Melisandre didn't harm him, then she might be like, oh, no, no Mel, you're sad. You're yeah, dead. because as we do not know that Melisandre told Arya they would meet again, maybe it is something to do with Gendry that brings them together. Yeah, yeah so... Um, I don't know. Uh, also, what a moment it would be if Cersei, who thinks all her kids are dead, sees her legit heir to Robert's alive and sees the air over ways and sees the love of her children all again but I don't think it'll be that I think tidy. at this point she's too far gone she's t- she's lost too much and I think she's more dangerous now than she ever has been she's got a bit mad mm. even mad if, queen yeah, even if Jamie presented Gendry to, to her she wouldn't regen herself she would be, she'd so. still be crazy but that would be the thing that would put her back in the straight and narrow again I guess we better wrap it up anyway I think we've covered enough today <laughs> Yeah, uh, we have. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud at well, if you put forward slash Brotherhood Without Manners and on Apple's podcast app. And we would really love it if you left us a nice little review there because that would be really appreciated and it would bump us up the charts. Perhaps. Uh, please. <laughs> and if you want to send us any other feedback, you can do it on Twitter at Brotherhood Pod and on Facebook at Brotherhood Without Manners Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.